My people, prime people, what's good? Hey, it's Friday, it's Prime Day. This is Cruise, and this is the Prime Culture Podcast. Hey, listen, I'm so glad that you're uh, tuning in, uh, and um, I'm super grateful that we get a chance to hang with you guys on Fridays uh, through the podcast. You know, I hope this is something that you look forward to. I hope this is something that you feel adds value to your life and blesses your life. And hey, you know, if you would, let us know how much you love it. Let us know how much it's helping you. Um, you know, it really helps the podcast also whenever you rate it, when you leave a review. Um, you know, we do go check the reviews. We go check all of that. And it lets us know that we're doing a good job. All right. So anyway, I just wanted to say thank you. You know, a season three has been an incredible season, both at Prime Culture as well as at the Prime Culture podcast. You know, culture nights have been incredible. We've had a worship night. Man, our last culture night was crazy. We had 28 baptisms. We had 32 people say yes to Jesus. And you know, what that tells me is that there is so much more fight left in your generation. You know, we firmly believe that the young adult generation, you millennials out there, you Gen Zers out there, that there is so much more in you, so much more that God wants to do in you and through you. And that's what this content is about, you guys. This content is about you discovering more fight left in your worship, more fight left in your spiritual warfare. That's what we talked about in the last episode. If you haven't heard it, go listen. It's absolutely amazing. But I'm excited today because this is a first for the Prime Culture Podcast. Today, for the first time, it is me and Diana. Diana and I, my wifey, is on the podcast today for the very first time. What's up, girl? What's up, guys? Dude, your intro is so inspiring. I'm just like ready to go. Like I can just I can just listen to you all day. Oh, my gosh, baby. I love you. I'm so glad you're on this with me. Um, you know, it, I don't know why you and I haven't done a podcast in a while, um, but hey, there's always a first and there is going to be definitely more like this. Um, we took last week off. But we're back today. And so, uh, you guys, we're going to lean into a subject that I think is so key for your generation to understand. You know, um, there's more fight left in so many different areas. And um, just a heads up, here we go, spoiler alert, because you listen to the podcast, you get to be a part of the first ones to hear about this, right? Um, but we're going to be shifting the content at, at Prime Culture for the for from this, this podcast and this culture night all the way through the end of the year, we're going to be leaning into relationships. You know, <laughs> we're going to end. That's everybody's favorite subject, right? Right, 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 right. But you know, we're not just, we're not only going to talk about relationships on the romantic side oh, and catching right. feels and, and getting cuffed up right. We need help with every single relationship. Every yeah. single ship, man. And we're going to be taking it there 100%. And, you know, before we jumped all the way into that content and just leaning into friendship and leaning into relationships, and, and partnerships and all of that. Um, you know, what we wanted to do was talk about your, your relationship with yourself first. Um, because the truth is you guys, the most relation, the most important relationship that you're going to have is the one that you have number one with God. 
and the one you have with yourself. Yeah. And I think growing up, we forget or we kind of think like, oh, I'm good. I know myself. And then you get into like 20s and you realize maybe with a breakup or with certain friends backstabbing or whatever happened um, that you don't know yourself. And then you're in a weird limbo where you have to be like, okay, let me take a step back and begin this evaluation that I thought I actually knew myself. Yeah, no, that's a big deal. I think I think for me, um, where I realized that the world was much bigger, right, um, than I ever expected it to be, was when I started discovering how many influences were out there, yeah. right? So many different influences, so many voices, so many opinions, so many perspectives, so many perceptions, so many preferences. And you know, the truth is every single relationship really is a channel for of influence. Every single relationship, right? Every Think about it. Every relationship that we we enjoy or endure, right? right? Because, yeah. because, because relationships and influence influences can be both good and bad. So it's up to us to mine and we're going to see like, okay, what do we allow and what we don't allow? And we have to be such great gatekeepers of our own mind and our own heart um, to know exactly, okay, what affects me and what can I tolerate? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, Diana. Like, and you know, it's it's so important to be a gatekeeper, right? It's so important to understand that every relationship, really at at its core, is to bring influence to your life and for you to share influence into the spheres of relationship that you're in, right? So, you guys, so you know, think about it, really. You know, think about it whether you're. Um, you're, you have a relationship with an organization, right? So like a lot of you serve at, at Abundant, you serve at Prime Culture. Well, that is a relationship that you have that has a channel of influence. You receive from church, you receive from the culture, and you also bring your mojo, you bring your DNA, you bring your personality to that, right? And you know, think about your working relationships, you know, where, wherever it is that you work, you know, if you work at Best Buy or if you work, you know, somewhere doing, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is that you do to work. Right. But wherever that is, you know, that is a channel for influence. You think about your, your friendships, you think about your romantic relationships, what that is, is a channel of influence. And what we wanted to start as we start leaning into relationships is that, uh, we want you to understand that you carry a lot of influence. You really do. You know, Diana, you and I were talking earlier and you, you said, you know, you, like you don't necessarily have to have a platform, right? You don't necessarily have to have a bazillion followers on social to have big influence. I mean, think about it, right? Yeah, that's right. I was actually reading, um, it reminded me in the Bible, the story of the woman at the well. John chapter four. All right. I knew you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> the woman at the well. And she did not have a platform. She actually didn't have anybody following her. Like nobody wanted to be around her. Wow. She was shunned. Um, but she had an experience and a revelation with Jesus. Wow. And so that's I mean, if you want to be an influence and witness and you feel like, oh, man, but I don't have people following me. I don't have a platform. You know what? If you have an experience with Jesus Christ and he influences and changes your life, you need one person, only one that's person incredible. that you can influence to Jesus. You know, I, I think I think that that's a that's such a big deal. Right. For for some of you that are listening right now, you know, you you may think about, man, I don't have influence. I don't. I mean, who cares? Who does anyone even care what I think, right. what I know? Oh, and listen, I, before we even get into the heart of our talk with you today or in our conversation today is, um, man, I want you to really recognize that you really do matter. 
And there is such value to your experience and there's such value to your life and there's such value to who you are. Diana, I love that you brought up John 4, right? That's one of my favorite places to preach from, you know? Um, and this is a woman who was outcast. This, this, um, this, this, this woman, she's a woman who was outcast. She had broken rules. Um, the Bible says that she was a Samaritan woman. That means she didn't have a place to belong. She didn't belong with the Jews and the Hebrews and she didn't belong with the Gentiles, you know? A Samaritan, a Samaritan was a person who um, was was born in in into a culture that wasn't widely accepted, you know. But you know what's incredible about that, Diana, and I love love that you brought up the fact that she has and had a revelation with uh, of Jesus, right? Because that's what that's what happens, right? When we meet Jesus, we recognize that we are now part of something so much bigger than us, yeah. right? What what drove her into the public eye, right? Because you guys, listen, um, you may not know the story of John chapter four, but I want you to go read it when you get a chance. It's an incredible, incredible portion of scripture, right? And it tells of this, of this woman who comes at the third hour, right? She comes later in the day to a well to draw water. Why does she come later in the day? Because she doesn't want to be seen. Yeah. She doesn't want to be around people. She doesn't want people to look at her and she doesn't want to look at people. I mean, some of us live our, some of us live our lives that way. We feel that the self-talk that we give to ourselves is so poor and so damaging that we hide. Wow. We don't want to be an influence because because we don't think that we matter. So I thought that was so important when you're just, you know, if you haven't heard it, I want you to know that right now, this is a word for you. You matter. You're loved. We're thankful for you. And if nobody's told you, we're telling you right now that Jesus loves you and you matter. That's that's beautiful, right? I, I, I Look, this is such an incredible topic because if you don't understand the influence that you carry. And if you don't understand the identity that you have, we will always, always surrender ourselves to the influence of others. Right. right? And remind, I want to remind you when we first started the conversation that every relationship is a channel for influence. That's good. Let's go back to the story where you were talking about where she went at that third hour because she didn't want to be seen. So she was already influenced by other people's words. So that's who her identity was. Well, it wasn't just her words. It was her actions. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> it was her actions. It was her behavior. So it wasn't It wasn't just the perception of other people. It's what she knew about herself, yeah. right? Um, and sometimes we'll disqualify the, the, the value of our influence. We'll disqualify the worth of, of what we bring to the table because we know too much about ourselves, right? And so... You know, Diana, it, it's not just, you know, it's not just what people say, right? It's not just the opinions of people. It's really what she knew about herself also. You know, that's why she was, she was trying to hide out in the middle of the, of the afternoon when every, when all the normal girls and all the people who have it together were going to the well in the morning. She's like, nah, man, I don't want to be around their opinions because I know what I've done. Right. And, and what happens is sometimes we'll disqualify ourselves because we know too much about ourselves. Like we'll think you, we don't have influence because we know our own story. And hey, let me just give you a real quick definition of influence um, as we're going to talk about that today. Influence is this. It's to have the power or capacity to cause an effect, to create an, an effect. It 
even if it's in a way that's indirectly or intangible, we have the power and the capacity to cause an effect. Now watch, in a little bit later down in the conversation, we're going to talk about how influence can be positive or negative, right? right? Um, you can be the right influence or the wrong influence, but we all carry influence. Think about just her decision making, right? She influenced herself. Yeah, that that's who she was. Exactly. Yeah, and that's where she was going to be. And that was what everybody said about her was going to define her. Wow. Period. Right. And so she allowed all of these influences and influencers to drive her own personal influence to say, no, I don't belong. No, I'm, I'm, I'm dysfunctional. No. I mean, that's powerful because she like made herself a box. I mean, mm. and she stayed in that box and she was behaving like everybody wow. else says she should behave. Wow. Like there was no hope. There was no way out. This is, I made this mistake and wow. that's it. It's over. Wow. Because that's what culture back then was. That's it. There was no mercy. There was nothing else until she met a man named Jesus. Absolutely. Right. And you know, Dinah, I love, I love what you just said right now. Like that, that influence creates the box we live in. Yeah. Right. She, influence constructed the box. You know, another way of thinking about your personal influence, how you influence yourself is self-talk. Yeah. It's the thoughts you think. And Proverbs 23, 7 says this, how you think, that's what you become. Look, listen, the thoughts you're thinking about yourself today, that is influence. Those thoughts have the power and the capacity to cause an effect in your life. You are under your own influence. And the cool thing is that the Bible tells us what to think on. <laughs> the Bible says, think on pure things, on lovely things, on good things. Yeah. Like God tells us, okay, you're going to be having trouble thinking things. So let me tell you what to think about. And I think as humans, we just forget. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to renew our minds daily with God's word so we can remember. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and um, I love that you said this though, that she, she had this horrible influence that she was living under, which was her, her the thoughts of her guilt, the influence of her shame, the influence of the judgment of others, the influence of a culture that wasn't fair to her. Right. But here comes Jesus. Mm. Right. Come the, on. the ultimate influencer. Yes. Right. Here comes Jesus who had more followers than anyone before there was ever even a like button. Before there was a platform, a real platform, <laughs> social right. media so, platform. So here comes Jesus and he sits by her. Right. Talk about influence. Right. He doesn't even say anything to her. Yeah. He doesn't say, hey, are you broken? He says, hey, can I have some of that water? Mm -hmm. Immediately you see the power of relationship here. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you guys, I, I'm, I mean, guys, we're, we're getting we're getting into we're getting into the nitty gritty of relationships. I want you to understand the nuts and bolts of the power of these relationships. Watch. He just simply simply said, you know what? I'm going to approach someone who no one else wants to approach. Yeah. You know, that's kindness. kindness. That's compassion, oh right? Like Kindness will go such a long way, especially in this world of negativity. Just being kind to one person yeah. will go such a long way. Right, absolutely. And that, you know, kindness is an embodiment of good influence, yeah. right? I'm going to care for you. I'm going to be someone who influences this moment with you. Yeah. I'm going to be someone who influences this moment 
us standing in line, right? Or us sitting next to each other at church or us serving at church. How can I, how can I channel the right influence? Watch, I'm going to be, I'm going to be caring. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be generous, right? And so Jesus comes in and he, he starts setting an example for us, Mm -hmm. right? On how the, the relationship, um, and again, look, it's not a super deep relationship. It's not a romantic or partnership. They're not business partners. All it is, is one human to another. And fr- friends, you guys, we, we are called to this. We are called to be light. We're called to be salt. We're called to be hope, right? And the truth is, anytime you're just around someone, that's a relationship. Like, like, like we are connected in relation to our proximity. Right now, our relationship is based on waiting for the, for my Americano at Starbucks, but I'm in a relationship. Right now, the relationship I'm in is waiting for you to, to, to charge me at Walmart. But so I'm in a relationship any, with you. Any type of, of human human interaction can be a relationship, and therefore we can be a good or bad influence in that sense. Bing, bing, bing. That's exactly what I'm saying, babe. Right? Like I'm saying that you have so many relationships that you don't even think about. Watch this. And we're so caught up on specific relationships, right? That if we, if we would focus on bringing the right influence to all of our relationships, we would find ourselves in the right relationships, right? And so watch, if you, if, if you learn to treat the Starbucks barista with kindness and compassion, chances are you're going to be a really good boyfriend. Chances are you're going to, you're going to be a really good girlfriend, a really good spouse, you know, going back to where it starts. It starts with you, your self-talk. What are you saying to yourself about yourself? And that will reflect on how you treat others. Absolutely. You know, I've, I've told, I've told, I've told girls this, you know, back in the, back in the day when we could still go to restaurants and stuff, I told some, some young ladies when they, whenever they would ask me, Hey, Chris, like, how can we tell, how can we tell if someone's a nice guy, etc.?" I said, you know, here's what I want you to do. I want you to watch how he treats his mom. Right. And I want you to watch how he treats the waiter, whenever the server, whenever you go out to eat, if he tips well, if he's nice, if he says please and thank you, that's channeling the right influence. And we're every relationship we're in, we're going to channel channel the influence that we put over ourselves into that relationship. Right. Um, and so, ladies, next time you're able to go on a date and next time you're able to see how how this guy interacts with, with other people, you're going to watch him channeling the influence he carries. And if that's not an influence you want to be under, hello, run. Right. I think right now in 2020, a huge one would be, uh, how does he handle stress? Oh, shoot. For real. For real. <laughs> how does he hope with stressful situations? But, but look, but look, we're, we're getting, we're getting way too deep into like the, the, the relationships. Right. Um, but let's come back. Right. But let's come back because today this whole talk, this whole conversation is about your personal influence. I want you to understand you are an influencer, right? Social media has taught us that if I don't have a blue check mark and if I'm not verified on, on Twitter and if I'm not verified on, on Instagram, then I'm not an influencer. That is a load of garbage. Well, you know what? The definition now on the uh, dictionary, if you go to different sites, an influencer is a person on a social media platform that will persuade you to buy something. That is, that's like, that's that's the definition. So they, so like this generation has hijacked that. Oh man, I want to be an influence. 
not an influencer. Because if I'm trying to get you to buy something, that's called manipulation. That's Hello. All right. Well, we're going to have to talk about that. We're going to have to talk about that again yeah. here pretty soon, right? But look, I, I want you. I want you to recognize the power of your personal influence. Okay, the power of your per- personal influence. Let's go back to uh, this 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 girl in at the well. Yeah. Right. Um, so Jesus comes, he, he shows her love. He tells her everything about her. She's impacted. Right. right? And she, I mean, that's prophecy, right? Right there. Jesus is just showing off all the gifts that he has given absolutely, us. Absolutely. <laughs> I would be blown away if he knew all my business right, too. Right. But that's what I love about Jesus, yeah. right? Like that. Oh my gosh. Like, and, and yet another great influence that he covers her. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah. condemn her. Okay. He covers her. He cares for her anyway. But look at the impact. Look at the impact that, that happens in her. She meets Jesus. She goes from being privately guilty, privately quiet, privately just reserved and tucked away. And after encountering Jesus, after encountering the right influence, an influence that restores, that redeems, that heals, that encourages, she now gets loud and runs and goes public and starts witnessing to people around her. The Bible says this, that she ran back to the men she knew. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Like that's boldness, right? Why? Because she now had something that she wanted to share with them. And she said, come see the one who told me everything about me. Come see the one who impacted me so deeply. Right. And you know, if, if we carry the right influence in us, our past no longer holds shame or condemnation or power yeah. over us yeah. anymore. Watch. I want to, I, I want to share this with you. The, if you're taking notes, write this down. You may not be able to do anything about changing your heritage, where you come from, yeah. but you can do everything about changing your legacy, right? You can't do anything about changing your heritage. Sometimes we feel like we have no influence because we don't really come from anywhere or because we come from places that are broken, yeah. right? Or places that are embarrassing or that we're ashamed of. But listen, look, you can't control where you came from, but man, you have all the power to influence your legacy. Let me share this story with you. Uh, uh, our, one of our presidents, his name was Abraham Lincoln. He was, an, he was an incredible president, etc. Um, but he was assassinated by a guy named John Wilkes Booth, right? Um, John Wilkes Booth then, you know, gets killed and all of that. Um, years later, um, one of Abraham Lincoln's son, sons is waiting on a platform. He's now older. He's waiting on a platform at a train station to catch a train, uh, to, to his destination. As he's waiting, he becomes distracted and doesn't see an oncoming train coming and he's unaware and he's about to get hit by a train. A man jumps out of from like the crowd and grabs him by his coat collar, pulls him out of harm's way and saves his life. You know who this man was? His, his, this man was Robert Wilkes Booth, John Wilkes Booth's brother. Wow. Right? He saved Abraham Lincoln's son's life. Watch. And Robert Wilkes Booth could have been someone who was like, man, I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. But you know what he did? He said, man, I can't control anything about where I've come from and what the story has been, but I can do everything about what my legacy is. And while his brother is the one who's known, who has the the heritage and the infamy of taking Abraham Lincoln's life. Now this Wilkes Booth brother is known as the one who saved uh, Abraham Lincoln's son's life. Right. And so I share that to Uh, Go ahead. I share that to say this, that like, again, no matter where you're at, no matter what the story has been, you can always do something for 
to be a positive influence. Does that make sense? Yeah. Let me give you one uh, really good one liner. You are not limited by what other people don't know about you. Come on, that's good. I mean, we're still evolving. We're still growing. Where you are right now isn't where you have to stay. Well, let me say it, let me say it this way also. Like you're not limited by what people do know about you. Right? Like cuz a lot of times we'll we'll stop because of what people do know about us. But wh- what about this? Let let your influence be driven by what people don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't know they don't know that you're passionate. They don't know that you care so much. And they don't know that on the inside there's this giant voice and on the inside they don't know that. So yeah. don't let yourself be limited by what they don't know. On the contrary, let your influence be driven by what they don't know and let your influence become a witness to what and who you are. You know, that's what, that's what this, this, this woman at the well did. She was, she was limited by what people knew. She allowed her life to become boxed in by the influence of what people knew. But then Jesus comes into her life and now she knows this whole new thing. And she's like, man, there's so much that people don't know. I have to go share it. I have to go be a witness. I have to go into all of my other relationships and bring the influence that my relationship with Jesus has brought. And you guys, that's the big idea. The big idea is that your most powerful influence is going to come from your personal revelation of Jesus Christ, of who he is, of what he's done for you, of what he's working on in you. Every single relationship, every single channel of influence Right. I hope you're understanding that today, that every every relationship you're in, every person you stand in front of, every interaction you have, that is a channel for your influence. You and I have the responsibility. Really, that's what the, that's what Jesus said, that you we have a responsibility to be what witnesses. And what is a witness? Someone who is channeling the influence of what they know. The book of Acts says it this way. And you shall receive power oh, and you. Right. And you will be my after the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you'll be my witnesses in uh, Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Right. And so um, the, the power of Jesus in your life is for you to be a witness, for you to be what? An influence, an influencer, someone who goes and tells people about what you've seen. And now that witness that personal experience, right? Just like this woman at the well, that personal experience now, now becomes an influence that has the power and the capacity, capacity to cause a change, right? Every relationship we're in should be a channel for us to be a witness of the saving grace and amazing love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Right? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I, I think it's such a cool and amazing thing that prime culture, you know, we try our best to create and curate an experience for young adults just to come and experience Jesus. Yeah. So, I mean, shameless plug, but culture nights, prime nights, we love you guys. We want to see you there. We promise you, if you show up, you will have an experience with Jesus Absolutely. and that will definitely change your life. Hey, so let's, let's switch gears a little bit, Diana, and let's give, let's give the culture some handles. Okay. And, and let's give them some takeaways on how they can amplify their influence, right? How they can amplify their influence. And I just got a thought right now, babe, like 
this is crazy, right? But a lot of us want to amplify our influences by getting more followers. But really, in this gospel, you amplify your influence when you fix your following, mm, right? right? Right. So anyway, um, so here we go. So I want to give you, I want we want to give you five amplifiers for your influence. Okay, five ways your influence becomes powerful, becomes amplified, and becomes effective. Right? Because you want to be a good influence. Right? So number one. Number one, one of the most powerful places where your your influence is going to be amplified, surprise, surprise, is going to be in your relationships. We said it that way, right? We said that relationships are a channel for influence, right? And so look, if you want to have a, a lasting influence, a lasting uh, impact and change, pursue relationships, right? Personal relationships magnify influence. Before I want to, uh, I want to, um, really just and push my opinion on someone, right? I want to build a relationship with them so that we can, what, have influence, influence yeah. right? Nobody wants to talk to somebody who, <laughs> whose opinion, you know, you didn't ask. That is like the rudest thing. It's like, I didn't ask you, bro. It's like, I, I, I did not you. even ask you. Like I did not ask you. I would not ask It's like the person, like, back in the day when we used to go to stores, right? And, like, they'd give you their opinion, like, oh, that doesn't look good. Right. Like, well, dude, I didn't ask you. I'm like, where'd you come from? Oh, my gosh. Right. But this is where you, where that, that, that age old cliche comes true. People don't care how much, you know, until, until they, they know, know how much, much you, you care. care. Right. And so you, if you're going to be a powerful influence, it's going to happen in the context of personal relationships of meaningful, significant relationships. Right. Number two, your influence is going to be seen really powerfully through your expertise, through your experience, right? You know, I don't want just someone who can say it. I want someone who's lived it. Right. right. We want somebody that's been in the kitchen and knows Hello. what that knows what's up. Hello. Yeah. And so let me say it this way. Influence is not what you say. It's what you skillfully do, right? Like... I, you know, I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to get marriage advice, I'm going to go to someone who's been married longer than me. Right. And when I see his wife and when I see <laughs> him, his wife looks happy, his wife looks happy. <laughs> and he looks fulfilled and happy. Right. 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 Why? Because I want my influence to come from a place of skill, from a place of competency. You know, I, there's a lot of people who have good ideas and great one liners and quotes, but I don't want to build my life on your quotes. I'm going to build my life on your competency. I want to build my life on the fact that you are really good at something. And so listen, you guys, you know, I, I heard one of my mentors say this to me one time back in the day, man, it was must've been about 13, 14 years ago. And I said something in a staff meeting and he said, Hey Cruz, you know, um, you know, I, what you said is right, but you haven't earned the right to say it. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't understand that in our twenties. No, clue. <laughs> no way. We had a lot to say. We had many opinions. We had no clue. Right. right. And it meant it hurt my feelings, but now I understand it. Um, my, my, one of my, one of my other mentors would say this Cruz, I can't wait for you to understand what you know. Right. It's one thing to know it, but it's another thing to understand it. Yeah, when you understand it, that's when it becomes wisdom. When you know it, you're informed, yeah. right? When, when you, 
when you know it and you understand it and you apply it, you're wise, right? And so listen, if you're going to offer influence and if you want to be an influence, please make sure it comes from a place of competency, a place of skill, a place of experience. Please don't just let it be theory because a lot of times we hurt people with our theories. And let me say it this way. We are not a culture that practices on people. Yeah. We do not practices. We do not practice. We do not practices. We do not practice on people. All right. So just remember you guys, right? Like that influence isn't just what you say. It's what you do well, right? Like your excellence and um, you being skillful at something, your competency, that's going to create a ton of influence for you, right? Um, So number three, something that allows you to have really great influence is consistency, right? Like if you want to bring and have the right influences and be the right influence in all of your relationships, you want to have good consistency, right? Good consistency has a lot less to do with the big things you want to do once in a while than it does the daily practices. You know, honestly, some of your greatest influences are going to come from people seeing the example of your daily practice, right? Like, you know, you you think about Pastor Charles, right? Pastor Charles, we love him, but one, you know, he's great at so many things, but one of the things that he's so great at is the fact that he has got incredible consistency, right? Like we know what we're going to get when we get Pastor Charles. What do you think, Diana? I agree. Consistency is what's actually going to keep you consistent in life with everything, the creating a routine. I know sometimes people hate that, um, but a routine actually keeps you focused, uh, making sure that you're going to, you do what you say that you're going to do and you're going to keep going. That's so good. Yeah. Um, another one is credibility, right? Have credibility, build up credibility. And that's actually what consistency will do. Consistency will build up credibility with you. Um, you know, and so your yes is yes. Your no is no. Um, we know what we're going to get when we get you. And so if you want to be a powerful influence, someone who causes change and effect in every relationship, keep your credibility, you know, as, as a dad, that's a big deal for me. One of the things that Diana pushes me on is like, dude, keep your word to your girls, man. Keep your word to them. And, um, I read this once. It says that a promise that is not kept is influence that has been lost. Right. And so you want your word, you want to keep your word. If you want to be someone and a person of influence, man, keep your word, let your yes be yes. Let your no be no. And watch how that amplifies your influence, right? When people respect you, that supercharges your influence when people respect you, you know, and I, we respect people, not just their performances. Does that make sense? Right. And the last one is goodwill, just goodwill, being a good person, being someone of generosity, being someone who cares about people. My goodness, will you be an influence when you have goodwill to people? Zig Ziglar, who is an incredible uh, motivational speaker, the guy's a legend, uh, he has a really great quote. Listen, this is what he says. He says, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want, right? You can have everything in life that you want if you'll just help other people get what they want. You know, this formula is true to the degree that when you help other people, it comes from a sincere place, right? Watch this. The more you're in it for other people, the more influence you'll get. That's incredible, right? The more you're in it for other people, the more influence you'll get. Think about the times and think about the the influences in your life and you know, the people that you love and the people that you're grateful for, maybe it was a coach, a teacher, mom, dad, think about how at the core of how they cared for you, how they loved you, how they coached you, how they led you, how it was that they really were in it for you 
to win, right? Isn't that incredible? Yeah, that's beautiful. It's that selfless, you know, that selfless love, that place of, you know what? I will inconvenience myself to do this for you. Goodwill is just beautiful. It just draws people to you. Kindness just draws people to you. Wow. Right. So positive influence at the end of the day will help people feel more powerful, help them feel more important, help them feel like they belong, help them feel like they're going to be okay. So I want you to think about that. We want you to think about that as you, as you enter um, and start really focusing on relationships. And we're going to be talking about relationships for the next couple of weeks. Um, ask yourself, right? Am, as an influence in this relationship, am I making them feel goodwill? Am I sharing for my consistency? Am I sharing for my credibility? Do I have competency in this, right? And vice versa, the person that I'm receiving influence from, are they sincere? Are they in it for me? Are they making me feel powerful? Can I just say anything that's making you feel not powerful and is making you feel less than, that's an influence that you do not want to have in your life, right? And so, listen, we're going to come back to this that we believe that you have incredible influence. God placed you in the spheres, the circles, and the places that you're in to be in influence. You have an influence no matter what the story's been, no matter what the current situation is, no matter how complex or complicated it is, you are a person of influence. And I want you to understand that you have an opportunity to channel that influence into every relationship that you have. So let's do what we're called to do and be an influence. Diana, anything else you want to say before we say goodbye? No, you're just so good. I love you. Thank you. You're such a great influence in my life. Hey, you guys. Well, listen, thanks for tuning in. I hope this episode was great for you. Hey, coming up next week, Friday, November 20th, we have Culture Night in the room and live at our East Campus. We're starting at 8 p.m., and you don't want to miss it. It's Friendsgiving, and we're talking about having healthy friendships in our life, and it's going to be absolutely life-changing for you. So invite somebody. Don't come alone, um, but make sure we stay six feet apart, wear a mask, social distance, um, all of that great stuff. We're praying for you. We're believing with you. Have an incredible rest of your week. We'll see you Friday because Friday is Prime Day, and until then, be the culture. We love you guys.